pistons. The days of the piston cock are done. Instead, the curve of slow hills, grain or sunlight on winter's soil, hands breadth conjures steam from the blowing horses. No more steel oil. Is it good enough to remember the ancient waters blackened while the wealth was mined and primed by darker hands from darker soil? All washing away, washing down the streams, washing memory away, washing soil and soul into oceans, where black diamonds are born. The days of the piston cock are over. Remember how the oil empires stripped the world of every last drop of rain, how the unfolding times of our lives were wasted waiting for the right time to, while we looked to others for answers. Now is the time to release the burdens we did not know we were carrying. Say that you do not know how to do what we all know needs to be done. No, there is no riper time than one breath ago to caress the body of your lover and say, I do not know how to love you, but I know that I must have already begun. The horses with their nostrils breath are waiting in the orange dawn. They stamp in the waters of morning, many hands high all colors of light in their fur. Release this weight. Turn and see yourself standing there, brown hands on your bare hips, contemplating the light of a new day. I hope this podcast brings light and life and a smile to you. I want to show up in the world with my art and speak to the change that needs to happen. I want to speak to the destruction of the old hierarchies of power in the world. I want to speak to the way we each can appreciate beauty, how deeply connecting that is to the divine, to God, to spirit, that direct channel, to gratitude, 
but also to fortitude, to the strength to take the step we need to make despite fear, despite, despite, despite our own natural laziness to kick ourselves up out of bed a little early sometimes or to stay up a little late working on something we know matters. Privileged as I am to not have to want for much, I still find myself wanting for meaning, deep, meaningful, effective action in my life. And I also witness the injustice of the world. So crazy, so brilliant in so many ways, this planet of human buzzing and industry that we live on and share, and yet so crazed with the old structures of hierarchy and feudalism. I think of the myths we intake, the ones I grew up with, fables from Europe for the most part, and from Greece and the classical period, and how infused they are with empire. Even the great myths of Sumeria, Babylon, Ishtar, Inanna, the Bible itself full of wars. These great mythic cycles of, quote, civilization of empire, and how different they are in so many ways from the stories of the more earth-connected indigenous cultures, probably even of the stories of the folk of the empire. Because whatever myth has come down to us is at least in part appropriated by empire if it is recorded, officially perpetuated then it often speaks in some way of and from the perspective of empire and of these power structures of hierarchy, which though they give us so many things that we need to celebrate, this mobile computer phone that I'm recording into now, the ability to be connected across distance, the industry of food, all of these things that keep people alive at their core must be appreciated. Even fossil fuels, which we all rail against and know better than we still must appreciate how much they have given, how much craziness they have made that we are going to sort through like the craziness of any family in the holidays, both delightful and maddening, and the mess that's left to sort through. These are all important considerations. How do we return? How do we return? How do we return to a world we know could be better, could be more connected, could be more indigenous, could be more earth-based, while admitting the 
the magnetism of our civilized creature comforts. And even the poorest of us in this culture benefits and is connected in some way to the great machine of empire, of exploitation and appropriation. The military of this and other Western countries ensures the flow of resources, of exploited resources in a way that in our guts we know is important. As we travel through great cities, we know that if the system falls, we're in trouble. And thus we are tied and bound and in some ways enslaved by that system as we are perhaps enslaved by any system which gives us the current form of life that we live. And so this poem is perhaps about my own coming to terms with my sexuality, with how I approach sexual relationships, with the stories and the lies and the myths we have been fed around that, but also how we approach lovership and how we approach intimacy with this planet, as well as with our own struggles to live, to create, to create and live with meaning, and to do the things we feel in our bones are right to do, even in the face of fear, even in the face of the resistances that come. And ultimately to celebrate the connection, the communion of beauty with spirit, with the divine, and with ourselves as evolving, beautiful beings. Each one of us must be seen that way at the core, at some level, in order to stay human, humane in these changes and these changing times. Do your grief work. Celebrate life. Blessed be the new year. So now I'm going to read this poem, Pistons, for a second time. The days of the piston cock are done. Instead, the curve of slow hills, grain or sunlight on winter's soil, Hands breadth conjures steam from the blowing horses. No more steel oil. Is it good enough to remember the ancient waters blackened while the wealth was mined and primed by darker hands from darker soil? All washing away, washing down the streams, washing memory away, washing soil and soul into oceans, where black diamonds are born. The days of the piston cock are over, 
Remember how oil empires stripped the world of every last drop of rain? How the unfolding times of our lives were wasted waiting for the right time to while we looked to others for answers? Now is the time to release the burdens we did not know we were carrying. Say that you do not know how to do what we all know needs to be done. There is no riper time than one breath ago to caress the body of your lover and say, I do not know how to love you, but I know that I must have already begun. The horses with their nostrils breath are waiting in the orange dawn. They stamp in the waters of morning, many hands high, all colors of light in their fur. Release this weight, turn, and see yourself standing there, brown hands on your bare hips, contemplating the light of a new day. This recording was the first episode of the second season of Micah Sun Reflections. If you'd like to support me in my work or find out more about me, you can go to patreon.com slash Micah Sun, M-I-C-A-S-U-N. I'm available on Instagram with occasional posts, as well as Facebook. And of course, other than finding me on Patreon, the best thing you can do is to click subscribe on your podcast feed. Thanks so much for listening. I hope to have more soon and regularly. Bringing art to your ears. Micah Sun Reflections.